This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Celebrations of important family, cultural and religious occasions have had to adjust to the social distancing rules and travel bans in 2020. While some are eagerly awaiting the easing of restrictions to reunite with loved ones, others are busy strategizing new ways to celebrate the survival of an especially tough year. After 112 days of lockdown in Melbourne, Greece-born Effie Atkins, who lives with lung cancer, is hopeful that she will be able to keep the family traditions of Christmas alive, albeit in an outdoor setting this year. We live in a very tough time. I don't have a fear because I'm careful. Before I go out or before I do anything, I check first what I do, what consequences that will have. Growing up in Greece, Atkins was raised experiencing Christmas celebrated amongst family and friends in the rich and traditional culture of her mother country. Taking precautions such as wearing a mask and practicing regular hand hygiene, she plans to get into the spirit of Christmas with each of her seven grandchildren separately. It will be a week of celebration with each one of my grandkids individual to prepare each day one dish or biscuit or cake or doing the Christmas tree or set up that special table for the next day, for the Christmas day. Sydney-based filmmaker Kylie Gray was going through a particularly difficult time not being able to make concrete plans to reunite with her Brisbane-based father, who has terminal cancer, with the border between Queensland and Greater Sydney remaining shut during most of this year. Everything's a little bit up in the air and trying to work out alternatives. There's just a problem with not being able to kind of confirm anything, book flights or make any definite plans, which is really hard, particularly when you've got a parent that's dying and it's possibly the last Christmas celebration you're going to have. It's really significant. We don't have any certainty for me around if he gets really sick. I'll have to quarantine before I'm able to see him for two weeks and he he might pass away while I'm quarantining. I I mean, I think all of these things have a massive impact on everyone's mental health. Gray believes COVID-19 has required families to rethink how they come together in celebrating special occasions. Despite living in different states, she was able to meet her father in Byron Bay when Queensland briefly opened its border to all of New South Wales in July. It's obviously kind of an expensive way to see each other, but when you're looking at maybe sometimes the last time you might see a relative, we're prepared to do that kind of thing, make those memories. So I was able to catch up with my dad. He drove down with his wife and I flew up and that was a way for us all to get together, basically kind of bypassing that those quarantine rules. Such a great time and I'm really glad I did it. Her Father's Day, though, was replaced by an online celebration via Zoom when the family was unable to physically meet. What I did was order some Uber food for them. So that got delivered to their home. And my dad really likes Greek food. So we ordered Greek food and we're Zooming each other. Sort of, so we kind of shared a meal via Zoom and you know, had a celebration that way, which it was kind of novel and fun. But of course, it's much nicer to actually be there. Thankfully, a new announcement from the Queensland government of its border reopening to residents of Greater Sydney from December 1st means Gray's family will be able to physically reunite and can now finalise their Christmas plans. 
Cultural theorist and sociology professor James Arvanitakis of Western Sydney University says celebrations are essential for people's sense of identity, even if they can only connect with each other online during a global pandemic. Celebrations are such an important part of who we are, how we identify with our culture, our identity and with our family. And so making sure that we set up moments of celebration are so important for us. Professor Arvanitakis says not being able to celebrate important occasions face-to-face can accentuate loneliness and a sense of isolation. He suggests that where people are unable to physically meet, they can anticipate that sense of longing to be together and instead find ways to compensate for that. He shares the experience of celebrating his birthday in hotel quarantine alone following his return from America. And friends of mine put together a short video wishing me a happy birthday. And that was such a special moment for me. Even though it wasn't the same as sharing time with them, it did make me feel really connected. And also knowing that they put effort into doing that. Anything that you can do to show people that you're thinking of them that day is really important and uh, and will counteract those feelings of longing or those feelings of isolation. That sense of loneliness is what not-for-profit provider Feroz Care's Be Someone for Someone initiative aims to tackle. Since one in four Australians currently experience loneliness, Jo Winwood, who heads the initiative, says her team is putting together an online Christmas celebration via Zoom for older people around Australia who are too afraid to leave their homes at the moment. We know that Christmas is the loneliest time of year, regardless of self-isolation and all the things we've experienced. So it's a time when people feel particularly vulnerable at its best. So community activities, things that you would normally get on the bus, go out to the park, join in the carols, people are afraid of doing that. So that gives them even more sort of impetus to stay at home and become even more isolated. Winwood encourages those who can offer a helping hand to elderly neighbours who live alone or seniors who crave social interaction to get creative this Christmas. Find ways of encouraging others to allow you to be involved. And so if you're on your own and you're a senior this Christmas and you know that there's a family next door, they will not mind you asking if you can go and help them put up their Christmas tree or whether you can bake them some mince pies. And you do need to, I suppose, recalibrate your thinking a bit and say, I am not being a pain. I'm not being a burden. People want to help me. I just need to give them the opportunity to. An expert in the culture of resilience, Professor Arvanitakis has studied disaster-stricken communities in Australia and other parts of the world. His study shows that most cultures respond well to initial shocks such as a bushfire or a terrorist attack. But after coming to terms with the once-in-a-century coronavirus pandemic, what people need to be aware of is its lingering effects. One way of managing that, he suggests, is to be prepared for changes. We do need a plan B and a plan C and possibly a plan D, you know, assuming that we're now talking about a vaccine coming out, but the truth is that that vaccine won't be distributed until sometime towards the end of 2021. And that's only in Australia. For many of us who have family overseas, that doesn't necessarily mean that we can go overseas. As for Atkins, who is battling her own lung cancer, celebrations don't need to happen on traditional dates. If we're allowed to be together, we'll be together. If we're not, we can do celebration. We can break it up to a small, you know, groups and see one, one day. It doesn't have to be Christmas day. For me, Christmas day is every day when I'm with friends and family and still have that jolly day and sing and, uh, uh, and remember 2020 Christmas. What a year. 
To find out how you can help tackle loneliness this Christmas, visit Be Someone for Someone's The More the Merrier page. To find out more about coronavirus information in your language, visit www.sbs.com.au slash language slash coronavirus. For 24-7 free over-the-phone emotional support, call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 36. If you need interpretation, call the National Translating and Interpreting Service on 131 450 and ask to connect to your preferred service. The feature titled Celebration in Isolation was prepared by Amy Chien Yu Wong and for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.